Maigavanen. Welcome to Tolkien Lore Channel. I'm the Tolkien Geek, and San Diego Comic-Con has officially happened. Uh, by the time you're watching this, it's probably over. And they, of course, released a full trailer for the Rings of Power show that Amazon is producing. And I generally don't talk about the show too much, although I will be reviewing it once it comes out. But now that we actually have a full trailer with a lot more detail than anything we've seen so far, I thought I would kind of take a quick look at it and give some thoughts as to how it looks like they're going to be having a story in this show versus what the story actually is supposed to be in the books and see what kind of differences there are. So let's see what this trailer has to offer. Now, just for copyright reasons and for takedown reasons, I'm not going to be actually showing the trailer in full here. I'm just going to be playing it in the background on my phone and then you can kind of figure out where I'm at hopefully in the trailer from the sound but I'm, I'm trying to avoid Amazon taking it down just because I'm playing it so bear with me I apologize for having to do it weird I know it would be fair use but Amazon and YouTube and, and big companies tend to be really finicky about this stuff so let's take a look we thought the So immediately, my my sense of this is is kind of weird because Galadriel's line here fits with you know what we should be thinking of in terms of a transition from the first age to the second age. You know they thought that evil had been defeated, but it wasn't. Um, but at the same time, here she is piling up this huge pile of helmets, or did she pile it up? Uh, it just she just put one on the stack I, and it's not clear and what she's wearing is clearly not something that you would be wearing onto a battlefield so presumably this is well after the fact in which case why are all these helmets still here which battle is it is this after the war of wrath is this i mean the big huge pile of helmets is reminiscent of the nirnaith arnoidiad but that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Galadriel wouldn't be there for the Near Nith. And if it's just after the War of Wrath, who are all these people that died? So it already we're getting kind of strange vibes. Today, our days of peace begin. We thought our joys would be unending. So we get a scene with presumably Gilgalad crowning what looks like Galadriel and saying, you know, the days of peace are here. Nothing particularly wrong with that, although why Gilgalad is giving her a golden leaf wreath is kind of strange. And then uh, she just kind of continues the theme that we thought, you know, things were going to be great from here on out. We thought our light would never dim. There's the old famous meteor, uh, and we see, well, of course, that was uh, Sir Lenny Henry playing, I forget the name of his character, I know it's been announced. He's the one that says the skies are strange, and then we see what looks like the elf named Arondir, played by 
Ismail Cordoba Cruz, or I might be mixing up his name as well, standing with somebody else who presumably is the female human that he's uh, romantically attached to, seeing the meteor fly across the sky. Now this is where it starts to get really, really strange. Galadriel apparently is visiting Tarmiriel, who is the last queen of Numenor. And in the story as written, Miriel is taken forcefully by her relative Arfarazon to be his wife, and he takes over the kingship, and that's why things go bad. Tarmiriel is actually a pretty decent person, here, Tarmiriel is just kind of a queen in her own right, apparently, and Galadriel is visiting her. Why is Galadriel visiting Muriel in Numenor? And they're looking at a Palantir, and it shows a quick succession of images which I would tend to think are not all actually things that they would be seeing in the Palantir, because one of them seems to be a an image that we've already seen before of... A bunch of elves fighting and what I think has been identified as her brother or one of her brothers and theoretically they should all be dead before but then we see some other images that also look like either war or catastrophe and they're kind of really quick and I'm not going to break it down in huge detail but the the overall thing here is what is it that they're seeing in the Palantir the I mean, the the tricky thing is, I don't think the Palantir actually shows you things in the future, technically, but it seems like that's what they're trying to make you think with this trailer, but that doesn't necessarily have to be what's actually going to happen in the show. I mean, that could just be kind of a, a trailer thing to get you hyped up, and then they're going to do something a little more accurate in the show, like Muriel is just seeing something evil happening somewhere in Middle-earth with the Palantir. Maybe. But it's just weird. Why is why are these two characters together? There's no indication that Galadriel ever left Middle-earth until she actually went back to Valinor in the West. And why would these two particularly be connected? Gilgalad would have been probably connected with the people of Numenor because of you know the history with Aldarion and all that stuff. But that probably would have waned long before this point. But again, they're doing time compressions. It's just, it's weird. There's a white tree. There's this image of three people, and I think one of them is the one who's going to show up a little bit later who looks like a gender-ambiguous blonde person who gives off a really evil vibe, and it's like, who is this? And it's saying it at the same time as evil does not sleep. So, again, it's that idea of, well, we thought everything was great, but it's not. Uh, but there's no clear indication of what exactly we're getting that's evil here. It waits. Beyond the darkness, tempting shadow to bury us all beneath the mountain. What's gonna bury us beneath the mountain? I mean this this trailer is kind of indicative and I mentioned this in my live stream the other day. It's so like many trailers today where you get at best kind of vague hints of what the story of the show is going to be, but nothing solid.
I mean, it's it's designed to kind of arouse interest without actually telling you anything, uh, because it's it's it doesn't really tell you much of anything. And then, okay, who has not one name but many? Sauron, presumably. We're going to get that name dropped in a minute. Um, and then it shows us this evil-looking place. There were people speculating that maybe it was Tolingalroth, which is what the Isle of Tolsirian was called, and the Tower of um, Minas Tirith, which Finrod built there. But as people were pointing out, and I noticed this too, it's like this looks like it was built evil whereas that would have been built good and then kind of repurposed for evil. So I don't think that fits. But then, what is this evil-looking castle place? I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it could be the Tower of Baradur, and yet, what else would it be? I mean, I just can't think of anything within the lore that this would be that it's showing us. I mean, unless it's from the first age, which wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. So there's our name drop for Sauron, and I don't know why this particular old human would be talking to just this kid who we already know is going to be in the show. He's got that black sword, which we're going to see again in a second, would would particularly be knowledgeable of Sauron because Sauron is, for most of the Second Age, either pretending to be nicey-nice or he is doing stuff kind of off stage where nobody knows what he's doing because he's trying to keep those two parts of his lives completely separate and not alert the elves and, and the men of the West to what he's actually up to. So wh why this particular conversation is happening seems a little strange to me. Um, and what looks like orcs just entering a building. Now we see the sword being reconstituted. And there's been a lot of speculation about this black sword. Some people have said, is it is it Turin's sword? I don't think that makes any sense, really. But this boy has this black sword, and we see it kind of being reformed magically from black smoke, dust, whatever it is. What is this sword, and what is its role in the story? There's nothing that I can think of in any of the lore that would fit any of this stuff, so it's just kind of weird. I think that was the the love interest of Arondir saying that, but it's really unclear what she's talking about. We got several images there where one of them was uh, the guy that I think they're calling Hallbrand, and it looked like he might have been in Numenor, but it, it's hard to tell because it's a really close-up shot. Um, there's just a bunch of images that don't really tell you much of anything. They just kind of show you some of the characters. 
And then we get this scene where there's some people drawing swords and pointing them all toward each other in a circle. Which, again, it's like, I have no idea what this is. We get this scene of Galadriel riding with a whole bunch of other people in a gallop, which presumably means they're about to attack somebody. And then we see a bunch of orcs running through woods. That doesn't seem like those two things are actually meant to be part of the same battle, because Galadriel and her army or whatever is riding on a plane. The orcs are riding, uh, running through the woods, and there's not any indication that they're in the same place. I think, again, this is the trailer putting two things together that aren't really together for the purpose of creating an impression that isn't necessarily true, unless those orcs are about to bust out of the woods. But, again, I just... There's no indication of what that would be about. There's there's no real history in the Second Age of there being substantial wars between orcs and elves any time really before Sauron starts to make moves. And it seems like these orcs, from what little we know of them, are just kind of independent bands of orcs doing their own thing. And those would not be hard to deal with from an elven perspective. The elves are still mighty enough that they can do plenty to wipe out orcs that aren't being organized by a dark lord. We just got that scene of Galadriel swimming in the ocean and some giant fin creates a wave. Again, we know nothing about what's going on there. So it's like, what am I supposed to think of this? Why, why is this even happening? Sea monsters have never really been a huge part of the lore. So why is this even important for the story? It's just an interesting, cool scene. Again, that, that seems to be what this trailer is doing. Okay, so Durin is saying that the hammer and the rock, there can't be any trust between them, one or the other must break. That's clearly a metaphor for something, but what's the metaphor for? Is it for the relationship between dwarves and elves? Is he referring to a conflict between... The metaphor doesn't seem to fit much of anything because hammer and rock are not things that are at war with each other, Per se? I mean, like, the hammer is trying to craft things out of the rock, whereas a war is more about one side is literally just trying to destroy the other and not craft anything out of it. So the metaphor doesn't seem natural for that, but I don't know what else he could be referring to. And again, it's just kind of a cool line that he drops. And then we get some images of Arondir, um... And it, it, there were some scenes of him from, I think, the teaser where this was going on, where he's kind of jumping around with this chain attached to his leg, but you couldn't really tell it was him. Now it's pretty clearly him, and he seems to be fighting orcs and doing some other stuff. And the only thing that I'll say here is it seems just a smidge on the nose for one of the persons of darker melanin or or more densely populated melanin to be the one guy who ends up with a chain on his leg. I don't know if that's intentional. Maybe it's not, but it just seems a 
tiny bit on the nose. Um, later on, we're going to see this thing where he kind of gets grabbed from behind, and so my suspicion is at some point he gets captured by orcs, and now he's either being kind of treated as a, a gladiator or something, which seems strange, but he's clearly here trying to survive slash escape. And again, he's an elf that's supposed to be living, I think, somewhere towards the south, probably in the region of what will become Gondor. But what his role in the story is, is again, completely unclear. Creepy, blonde, gender, ambiguous person blows dust. just got grabbed. The voice, from what I've heard, I think this came from Fellowship of Fans, uh, the voice is not the same person as the gender-ambiguous, blonde, creepy person. Um, so the voice, theoretically, is Sauron, but the other the person we see is not. But the line itself is really weird. Like, the, the idea that you've been told many lies of Middle-earth that is interesting because that actually does seem like maybe a thing that Sauron would say. Sauron, whenever he gets taken to Numenor, of course, is going to be telling Arpharazon, like, you've been led astray by the Valar and their little subjects, the elves. They're just lying to you to keep you, you know, content with your mortal state, right? So that line actually is potentially very consistent with something that would have happened in the story as written, but it's not clear who's saying it to whom and in what context. So, again, I still can't really get an idea of what this is about, what this... And the scene that's juxtaposed, not juxtaposed, it's the background for it, is this creepy person blowing some dust off of his, her... I think the actress is a her, but you can't really tell from the image who the, you know, what the person is, but blowing some black dust or something off the hand going, and it's like, what's the, how, how, how is this scene connected with this line? And then we see a leaf fall down and then just catch fire. So it's not, again, it's, the trailer is weird because it's creating a bunch of questions in your mind that you want to have answered, but it's not really telling you much of anything. The only things that we can really gather from this trailer are that Galadriel and Muriel know each other, and, and apparently one of them at least looks into the Palantir and sees something. Um, and this could tie into what the, the more recent tra teaser trailer that was released where Galadriel is talking to Elrond and says, you have not seen what I have seen. Is she referring to something that she saw in the Palantir? Could be. Um, is she talking about something that she's seen personally? Uh, you know, at this point, it's unclear. It could be either one. At the time when that teaser trailer came out, I was thinking it was something like she had seen in real life something big that she thought was going to be a huge deal for the future of you know, whatever they're doing, but now I'm more inclined to think that she has seen something in the Palantir 
in her visit to Muriel. And the the other thing that seems to be implied is that she there's the scene where in the trailer where she's stepping onto a boat with armor. And so is she leaving Numenor with the armor after she came there without it? And therefore is she kind of acting as part of Numenor's army or as an ally of it to do what exactly? And again, the time compression makes that really ambiguous. We know that they're going to be compressing the second age down a lot, which means there's potentially a couple of different conflicts that this could be part of, but it doesn't seem like it's either because the first major conflict doesn't come until after Sauron forges the rings and the elves, you know, are revealed. Well, the, the, he is revealed to the elves rather, and they take off their rings and in wrath, he just tries to, okay, fine. I'm just going to wipe out the continent in war and take the ring myself and, you know, forget you guys. That doesn't happen until after the forging of the rings, but according to what we know, the first season is not going to give us the forging of the rings. So there shouldn't be any major conflicts. So who is Galadriel fighting and who is she fighting with? As in, on whose side is she fighting? Is she fighting with a bunch of Numenorians against just roving bands of orcs? Uh, it's just weird. So, But at any rate, the trailer just doesn't really tell us a whole lot, and what little it does tell us that's solid doesn't seem to fit very well with the Second Age as written. So those are my thoughts on the trailer. Uh, I might end up on a live stream with Nerd of the Rings to talk more about the trailer and give some more thoughts there, so keep an eye out for that. But for now, I'll just wrap it up. You know, the usual, you can subscribe, click the bell icon, you can find me on Rumble, Odyssey, or podcast versions. You can follow me on Twitter at JRRTLore. You can also join my Discord server, link in the description below, and you can support me over at Patreon. Until the next time, I'm the Tolkien Geek, signing out for the Tolkien Lore Channel. Namarie. Thanks to all my Patreon patrons, especially Ringbearer Ego Voice and Elf Friends PA Brew News, Deanna Kaufman, Tracy Meehan, and Nathan Dufour.